Hey guys, uh, we are back with the podcast again. I am Tnashi, kind of in the driver's seat today, uh, and I'm joined by Rufaro. Say hi. Hi guys, uh, back again. Yeah, I've handed the mic to Tnashi for this episode. And we have some guy who, yeah, he makes an appearance every once in a while. Say hi, Farai. Hi again, guys. Uh, I'm back. Good to have, good to be back. Not good to have me. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. At, least, at least you know that, yeah. Um, yeah. You might enjoy yourself, yeah, but uh, we don't necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. necessarily enjoy your presence well, uh, so yeah uh today uh, yeah we are talking about everybody's favorite subject taxis um, <laughs> my favorite subject <laughs> is pizza so i don't know who your everyone is yeah 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 you know like um as they say there are two things that are inevitable Rain and tax. Taxes, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, but there's a new uh, brand of taxation or maybe a new conversation around taxes that is interesting. So that is taxing of digital services. Um, and this, this has been a conversation in Zimbabwe for, for quite some time. Um, in his 2019 budget presentation, the, the then new Minister of Finance, Mtulingwe, uh, talked of taxing um, online platforms. Um, so he didn't say directly, but by impl- implication, he was talking of uh, platforms like Google uh, to make them pay taxes in Zimbabwe. And, oh, 2019 came and is gone now, nothing happened. And 2020 uh, came again. Um, I don't quite remember if there were remarks about this in his 2020 budget. Um, But recently, uh, the Zimra Commissioner General, Zimra is the tax um authority in zimbabwe they they do revenue collection for the government it's a government body um the commissioner general of that body talked of taxing uh digital platforms and um but this time she she actually mentioned something quite uh interesting she she singled out as an example airbnb and yeah we found that to be quite interesting so that's the conversation we're having today. So let's just backtrack a little bit. It's not just Zimbabwe, right? Farai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So maybe just to assist you, uh, you, you did say you were wondering if the if the minister mentioned taxing these platforms again in his most recent budget. So yesterday the commissioner general said he did. I went through the budget, I couldn't find it. Maybe I'm blind, maybe something went wrong, but I couldn't see it personally. I couldn't see anything of that sort of mentioned. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he, yeah. yeah but yeah, he, but I, for I, his I 2019 it. budget, he, he definitely did. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's not us alone, uh, a number of African countries, a number of European countries. It, it's basically a global trend at this point. I tried out 
how they can tax these tech companies. I think the thinking behind it is, wow, these guys are making so much money. How can we get a piece of that pie? So you see the EU, UK, uh, in Africa, we've seen Zambia, Uganda, and South Africa propose similar things. Uganda putting something into effect, actually, and South Africa and Zambia more on the side of saying we are going to do this at a certain point. Mm. So Uganda was quite interesting because it was a, a social media text and it was text on the, uh, on the users. Say, um, <clears throat> you will pay five cents per day, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was or, five cents. For using social media, <laughs> that was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then South Africa, South Africa is also interesting because before they 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 mentioned uh, this text, uh, the remarks from the CEO of Multi Choice, uh, the guys who operate the satellite television network, uh, DSTV, uh, and you are saying. Netflix has an unfair advantage because they don't pay taxes in South Africa, yet we pay taxes and we employ South Africans, um, blah, blah, blah. And then a few months later, the government responded and said, uh, we are working on the tax. Um, are you aware if that tax is coming into effect? Because it was supposed to come into effect in April of 2019. I don't think so. I'm not... On a, on a factual basis, I don't know, but I don't think so. I don't think that came into effect. Hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's just, but what is motivating this? Uh, what, what do you guys think? Rufaro, what do you think? I mean, what is the motivation behind all this? So it's like what Farai mentioned earlier that these companies are making a lot of money. Um, and in the case of France, um, they actually put this into effect. So it's a 3% tax and specifically it was on revenue, gross revenue, not profits. Because you discover mm. that you have the large companies like Amazon and Facebook, they have a lot of revenue, but then the profits are so small like compared to the revenue. So if they were going to tax mm. the profits, it would be a small piece of the pie. So they're like, okay, let's go for the biggest chunk, which is uh, tax on gross revenue. And there are all complications mm. of, okay, how do you tax profits? You know, I have to figure out, okay, this profit, is it coming from France? or is it coming from uh, another European country and stuff like that? So it will be much, much difficult for them to mm. get the appropriate amount they can tax on, on profit. Um, so yeah, it's mainly that uh, we, the companies are making a lot of money and the government wants a piece of that pie because they're making money from their citizens, essentially. So, so, so in the I case would, of... I would... I would I would also want to chime in there uh, with you you referenced Uganda, which I think is a good place to look in terms of maybe from the African perspective, the only thing African countries, or at least most African countries can do is tax the end user because well Uganda can't tell Facebook to pay a tax directly to them. I think Facebook would just say, well, I, this is kind of absurd. We're out of here. And then they'll yeah. leave. I, they haven't said that, but <laughs> I think certainly, well, maybe Uganda has a larger population, but certainly in the case of something like Zimbabwe, if Zimbabwe were to ask Facebook to pay a tax to them directly, Facebook would just say, hey, man, you guys have, what is it, one, two, three million users in there? We're out. 
And you guys, how much money are you contributing to that revenue? Like Rufaro said, that is it revenue coming from France directly, or is it the larger part of Europe, or where exactly is it coming from? So they just they just end up ditching us, and I think we stand to lose more if they. So to add on to what Farai said, either way, even if the company doesn't say, okay, you're small, uh, we don't care about you, it will still come back to the end user. Whereas if you take a look at Netflix, right? Netflix, if they're told to pay the tax, they could just be like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, they just increase uh, the amount that an end user has to pay for their Netflix subscription if they're in Zimbabwe. So either way, the yeah. user is the one who still gets affected even if they go mm. along with the tax. Um, mm. Or in the case of Facebook, I guess it's just a matter of they still give you access, but they might turn off ads uh, for Zimbabwe. Mm. So they don't earn revenue from Zimbabweans because already how many local advertisers are advertising on mm. Facebook? Um, mm. So there's that as well. Yeah, like on aggregates, it's, 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 it's minimal. It's not, you know, it's not significant. So, so yeah, I mean, but just going back to the motives, I mean, so, so, so the case of, of, of France in the European Union, I mean, is interesting to me because I think it's not just, yeah, we want a piece of that spy. They're angry at the big tech pl platforms, eh? The, yeah. the Google, the Facebook. I mean, they, they've, I mean, they've been finding them left, right, and center for all sorts of things. Um, yeah. Because these are American businesses that have so much influence uh, in their territories. And, and I think that's, that's where their frustration is. Um, Uganda, when they brought up this text, I remember the Ugandan president mentioned something like, ah, yeah, social media is just for gossip and stuff. So they could have been a little bit of that in the, in the motivation. Um, but I think by and large in Africa, the bigger motivation is trying to, to raise revenue. And for so Zimbabwean case... Specifically, oh, go ahead before I go into Zimbabwe case. Yeah, maybe before you go into Zimbabwean context, if 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 the if the other issue was gossip, I think he might have done a fantastic job at curbing that because a significant number of Ugandans started using social media less after the tax had been effected. So, yeah, lose win, lose on the revenue side, win on the gossip side. I'm not sure how to classify. <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> But how are they accounting for who pays the tax? How would they know that you're accessing social media? Well, initially, the, the people resorted to using VPNs, and then the government said, we're going to block off all the VPNs. But what you notice is that the people using VPNs are more on the technical side. So the immediate reaction was for most of the people who are not on the technical side, uh, why should I pay for this? Why should I pay more for this? They just stopped using. Yeah, but I wonder how they were paying. So, so what? It was factored into the rates. So, for example, it was, it was factored into the the bundles because you oh, know how we love uh, bundles in Africa, bundled internet packages. So mm. it was factored into the bundles. So when you're buying a bundle for for Facebook, for WhatsApp, and whatnot, it was a smart move actually. Well, it was probably the best. And equally, the worst way of doing the best in that, the only way that seems feasible to do it, but then the worst in that, yeah, it's, people didn't want to do that. Mm. People didn't want to do 
So, so it's, it's, it's interesting. So I was getting to the Zimbabwean case, I mean, in terms of motivations uh, for this. We know our government is desperate to raise money. Um, uh, the, the economy has been shrinking for some time. Oh, it, it, it grew at some point, but I mean, uh, by and large, it has just been shrinking for the past uh, 20 or so years. Um, and so their tech space, obviously, it, it shrinks as the economy shrinks and a lot of jobs have become informal. So they can't even, you know, go after those informal, informally employed people to, yeah. to make them pay tax and, and, and stuff. So they've, they've just been hungry to get money somehow. And they've been looking at eh, where can we get money easily? And they've always turned to telecoms. Eh? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, there's uh, an article that we did uh, in February 2017 where, you know, uh, on, after fixing everything, mobile operators were saying the government is taking 27.5 cents of every dollar that they that they make you know it's it's crazy because there was a five percent tax on airtime that was introduced some time back it was just a standard five percent tax on on airtime and then uh beginning of 2017 um they introduced another five cents tax again on uh internet service providers and, and, and telecoms companies, um, and they called that the health tax. And why health was associated with uh, telecoms is not even, it's not, it doesn't even make sense. Eh? <laughs> you just, just want the money. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, beginning, end of 2018, uh, the Minister of Finance introduced uh, a 2% tax on all uh, electronic transactions that happen, except for a few exceptions. Um, again, just in an attempt to just raise money. And so it was not surprising to then hear them say, ah, oh, yeah, 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 we, we, we want to tax these guys. But I, I don't know what you guys think. I think they are also ill-advised. They, they think there's a lot of money uh, to be made. Do you think Facebook is making a lot of money in Zim right now? Well, that's a kind of a difficult question to answer, but uh, I, the best way I can answer it is relative to other territories where they're based, I think they're making close to nothing. Uh, and I'll base my answer on the fact that we don't have many local advertisers. So they yeah. don't redeem the most value they can get in Zimbabwe simply because of that. Yeah, so so I mean, yeah, even all right. So 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 the money may be insignificant to to Facebook, but do you think yeah. it's a significant amount to the government? Nah, I don't think I so. I would still say. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, no. so 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 that's what I find funny because I think it's also motivated by a lack of understanding of, you know, like 
How what's really happening work? on the internet you know <laughs> yeah i think i think the lack of understanding sits through when you look at uh, most if not every african country trying to to implement uh, these taxes uh, a good example would be would be zambia who said uh we'll, we'll implement a a tax on internet calls right voice over internet protocol which they can do to some effect with the telecoms companies there but then once it goes to whatsapp facebook and all these other platforms they can't trace back to how or who is actually making the calls so there's there's a there's a fundamental uh, lack of understanding of how these things work and they just say I think the thinking is how can we protect our our legacy model of making money? Okay, there's tech companies. Let's tax them. Let's take let's tax them in this way. But all the ways they seem to be suggesting right now suggest, or at least they, they suggest that they don't know what they're trying to tackle. They don't know what they're trying to tackle. Because even in the case of Airbnb, um maybe help me a little bit there, guys. How on earth will our government tax Airbnb? Well, I, I guess so. We were, we're actually going to get into that because I'm thinking <laughs> maybe that's their way in. So, so Airbnb, they would not say tax Airbnb the company. They would yeah. tax you, Farai, who's listing your house on Airbnb. And then, so I think... How would they I think know? mentioning right. Airbnb was actually telling him that ah these guys probably figured out that ah there's no way of really taxing <laughs> these 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 guys it's it's very difficult to 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 tax them the the platforms themselves but hey let's look at our locals who are making money on these platforms yeah. And then what I would then ask is how would they compile the list of, of, of the people who are on Airbnb? Are they going to go to the telecoms companies, the internet service providers? How does that work? Yeah, well, isn't it? Well, I, I might be simplifying things, but I mean, yeah. if you go on Airbnb and you search uh, like places to stay and you filter by Zimbabwe, you get a number of hosts and maybe that'll be a starting point for them to be like, oh, okay, there's a Farai who listed this property yeah. in Zimbabwe. Uh, how do we get in contact with them? Uh, yeah, I so, mean, that's, that's a good place to start. And then they come to my house and I say, it'll be in what? I've never heard of that platform in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you would get away with it that way. I think the way you would get yeah. away with it is, ah, oh, yeah, I'm listed there, but I haven't had a guest. Oh yeah, there's that as well. <laughs> because so, ultimately, it just speaks to the fact that it it's such a a difficult thing to execute on. Should they even be spending resources trying to figure out how to tax that? <laughs> well, I guess it's a. It, no, it's a matter of just the flaw in the way that uh, taxation works, especially for individuals in in, yeah. in, in this country. Um, so, so you find that um, in 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 countries where the tax authority has has resources, um, individuals fill it out their own tax returns. Per family. So in Zimbabwe, yes, there's that. You, if you go to Zimra right now, you can actually get a tax return form. 
to fill in and you can then say, this is what I get from my salary, which, and this is what I get from my side gig. And this is what I get uh, from my musika that sells bananas. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, but I pay for my medical um, aid. Uh, this is exempt, so let's subtract that. I pay for this. Uh, so from what's left, my tax is so much. That, those forms are there, Zimra. But very few people do that. Mm. Probably the people who do are high net worth people that are within the radar of, Z, of Zimra anyway. Yeah. Um, so if I am a well-known person who's, you know, uh, who's maybe more of an investor and, and, and stuff and I don't really have a salary somewhere, perhaps I may think myself a target of Zimra and I'm like, mm, let me fill out this thing. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's even verified because they don't have enough resources to do this. So I think that's where the weakness is. And there's also not a strong motivation for people to just voluntarily pay taxes. So if you, yeah, if you go back to the speech by the commissioner general, she was saying to find ways of making people voluntarily pay tax, but people don't feel motivated because they don't see what their taxes are doing, you know? Exactly. So that's, that's the biggest issue. So the biggest issue for me is they're not dealing with the fundamentals. Uh, like you say, people don't see where their taxes are going. When we look at it from a tech perspective, instead of saying tech, e-commerce players, Airbnb, uh, these digital companies, why not use tech to educate the tech base and start from there? Why not use mobile to distribute these forms, you're saying, and see how people take that up and start from the lowest level where the forms are, instead of saying we tax Airbnb because, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't I have it. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. So, so perhaps tax education. I don't know. Um, but I, what I think is, is there uh, potential for for revenue for the government uh, in the digital economy? I think so. Yeah. Uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But maybe not in the way that they are looking at, because I think they are looking at in a looter with a looter mentality. Eh? <laughs> uh, who's making money? Uh, let them <laughs> pay tax. Instead yeah, of I, looking at how to create value, so a, a good way I think it's fantastic. A good way to implement something is how does the government empower local businesses to make money on the internet and get people to bring their money to Zimbabwe and then we tax those companies. I mean, that's exactly. a whole different conversation and it gets deep, but it's, yeah. it's more of a value exchange than let's take from Netflix, let's take from Airbnb. Yeah. So I don't know what you think, Rufaro, that, uh, so let's look at Facebook. Yeah. It's an American company, right? Mm -hmm. Founded in America and they may have offices in some places like Europe and stuff, so uh, perhaps then they 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 entitled, but let's 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 just assume for a moment that it's an American company with mostly American employees. Uh, but then, 
it has put its service on the internet. Yeah. And then there are people all over the world that are utilizing those services on the internet. Right? So who is entitled to text from Facebook? For every country where Facebook is making money from. Why why do you say so? Well, it's like you're earning from so I'm looking at it from the point of the government, right? You're earning from my citizens. Uh this is revenue generated in Zimbabwe, even though you're not physically there, uh, it's coming from Zimbabwe. So you should pay tax on that. No, but okay, so if I buy a car in Japan. So that's the problem now. It's like, okay, so do we tax Toyota because it's selling a lot of Toyotas in Zimbabwe? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's that, like, just to say, you know what? My citizen, this company is a person, right? It's a legal yeah. person. My citizen has created value and your citizen is just buying that value from my citizen. What entitles you to, to, to any tax? Yes, of course, there's some tax. I mean, when I buy a car in Japan, there's some tax that, that, that I get charged. I get charged myself, mm. not... not- not the company, yeah. Not the company I'm buying from. Uh, I get text uh, VAT when I bring in the company and then they have the, the duties and things like that. Um, but they can't touch Toyota to say, oh, you have sold to a Zimbabwean, so give us money. So really, this is, I think this is what they're trying to do on the internet. Mm. So why is it now different because we're on the internet? Because it's the same issue that's been existing even for Toyota. Yes. So 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 it's 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 mostly just greed, yeah. And just ah okay, there's this. So the best approach in my in my view to for the government to benefit from the digital economy is to go the route that Farah is talking about to say, hey, how do I empower my citizens to innovate and make products that will be consumed around the world, knowing that, you know what, as people consume these products, I get revenue. But you don't see them thinking that way. So in fact, they punish you when you try to do that. You know? <laughs> like, like, like seriously. Um, so for example, uh, it's very difficult to, 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 to have this to, to deploy maybe an, an application that is then used globally. Um, when people pay and then they pay into your account, that money is subject to a lot of changing rules and the rules are changed overnight. Mm. So there's no longer respect for, you know what, uh perhaps for you to deploy this application you pay for some resources uh outside the country so you need forex but uh no once that money is in your account here and you are a company uh you can only withdraw it as local currency and if you want to pay uh for whatever service outside the the country it has to go through an application process that goes all the way to the central bank. Mm. So they are concentrating on what's already in the account. Oh, you've received $100. Ah, yeah, 
we we don't want you to 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 use that hundred we no instead of concentrating on okay we want you to keep keep all your forex just pay us the tax so i think maybe another thing that happens is uh we we usually and by we i mean our governments usually copy approaches uh from the west and and the problem here is in the US, Facebook is taxed by the government. Hmm. So they don't have to change their model of, of taxation. We have to be the ones coming up with the innovation. How do we revise the tax system to make it uh, more agile? But now they don't have a blueprint. So they can't copy and paste some, some new regulation or whatever that allows them to, to tax because it doesn't exist. Hmm. I don't think they need to change anything, actually. I think they should just say, yeah, you know what? Facebook is not a Zimbabwean company. Uh, yeah, let me leave. Because like you said, I mean, Zimbabwe is so inconsequential to Facebook. They just say, ah, oh, okay, so, so fine. <laughs> I mean, so inconsequential, even the whole African region in a way, because remember, WhatsApp is paid for in other parts of the world. Is it still being paid for? Uh, I think no. so, right? Not anymore. Not anymore. Or not anymore. Not free, yeah. Okay. But when they launched, WhatsApp was paid for everywhere else. But here we would access it for free because the headache of solving how Zimbabweans would okay. pay for this <laughs> was greater than the anticipated so, revenue from them. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and I just believe once you have to pay. Three USD, which is maybe what, maybe let's say 70 something bucks right now for WhatsApp, people will stop paying. And then on top of that, the bundles and the internet. So, 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 so yeah, so, so, I mean, these, these uh, global platforms, their business models are, are, are also very complex. How do they make money? They make money from having an audience. So, how yeah. do you quantify that, you know? Um, so in places like France, yeah, you'd expect them to have leverage because it's uh, it's a developed economy. So you 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 expect that there's there are a lot of advertisers that are that are that are buying ads uh, on Facebook in France, mm-hmm. and that's probably uh, some significant uh, amount there. So they have leverage, but yeah. We are probably using Facebook, and then we are not really. So you, you know, we the, the ads that we see, so they are not very relevant most of the times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because no one is specifically really targeting us. So most of the ads that you see are actually about Facebook itself. Yeah. So, so I think the only way the, our government just has to wake up to the reality that you know what, it's good that you see value on the internet to say, oh, there's this big thing that's called YouTube. It's making money somehow in this Facebook, and then just admit those as realities, and then think about ah, okay, so what do we need to do? to empower our own citizens to found their own Googles, their own YouTubes, 
so that I tap into a global market. Mm-hmm. So, I think ultimately that's the best approach. Yeah. So there's nothing that actually needs to change. It's just like right now, if I if I make shoes, Farai. Yeah. And if I export my shoes to Botswana, I declare my revenue from Botswana. And I pay taxes. Yeah. Because I'm a Zimbabwean company that has made a sale. So instead of trying to take some other country's citizen who's found a way to to find the market here, let me grow an ecosystem of innovators here. And there is nothing like that happening. It's always a sham, even when they talk of innovation, funds, and what, what, what. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because there's been a lot of uh, a lot of talk about venture uh, capital and whatnot. I mean, we are the we never see it on the ground. We never see it yeah. on the ground. So whenever they say, "Yeah, we want to take e-commerce," or even in the portals reports when they say, uh, "So you know what? Um, uh, postal services and um, what are the the DHL guys? What are they called? Courier services. Yeah. They are seeing a decline in stuff, right?" They always say in those reports, uh, e-commerce, uh, because uh, e-commerce is going down, uh, because uh, you know people don't have forex. So when they think e-commerce, they are thinking of external guys selling to us. Yeah, which is the it's, wrong approach. <laughs> yeah, because if e-commerce thrives even locally, courier will be will pick up because there's there's need for delivery. Mm-hmm. But it never occurs to them because they are looters. Yeah, I think, I think the, the problem is, is the mentality is, you know, that guy who gets to a queue and they're like, there's something being bought here. I don't know what it is, but I want it too. And they say, that's kind of where, where we are, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so that's why, you know, you, you see like of burdening a telecoms company to say 27.5 cents of their revenue is going to different forms of tax. It's because they're just looking who's making money right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think there's, there's, a, there's, there's a ignoring of the bigger picture where that example you give, that 27 cents is fantastic because that's revenue that could be used to develop the economy even more, but then because they don't look at it, yeah so so the goose is always killed and 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 so so it said that the goose is killed so so it's the mnos that keep paying a lot of taxes right and and us as individuals we have the two percent transaction tax uh and i mean all these taxes that the mnos are are charged they are passed on to us and then these guys have also the audacity sometimes to say hey these guys are charging too much for data it must fall when they know they're taking 27.5 cents (laughs) you know it's crazy (laughs) you can't touch the 27 cents (laughs) yeah so so we are strangled in the end you and i are the ones who are strangled so Ah, okay. Let me find a way. Let me try to 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 lease my my property on Airbnb. They now want something of that. And fair and fine, because I'm a Zimbabwean, I should 
pay tax pay because tax, I'm, yeah. that's revenue, right? Um, but I mean, if that's just how far they see, then we have a very big problem. Yeah. yeah. We have a very big problem. So you then have the, the Ugandan model to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we text you for, 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 for social media. Which I think, I mean, I, I, it's not beyond our government. They haven't thought about it, but they'll probably say <laughs> the, the WhatsApp bundle text. Yeah. Because it's so easy. There are 8 million Zimbabweans on WhatsApp, so, oh, wow. That's a lot. How much can we get out of that, you know? And I think fundamentally the problem is, like, like we said earlier, is if people were seeing the impact of these taxes, I don't think we would be so pissed off when another tax is announced. But then it's it's hard to see where the money is going. So yeah, yeah. No no one wants to, to play game. Yeah, so so yeah, this is um this is where we are. I'm sure this is an ongoing conversation. Um just how do you tax the digital economy? I do think uh, it, is, it is the government's right to collect taxes, um, but I think they need to be made aware of uh, the, the broader uh, opportunity of the internet itself, you know? Uh, yeah. and, and not just look at ah, who's already big, who's already out there, uh, so that they, they give me money. It, they should <laughs> look at, oh, okay, you know what? We just want to be this economy that is solving problems at a global scale. I recently took Zim a story on a guy whose app was being downloaded uh, the most uh, in, in the United States. 23% of his customers were in the United States. Hmm. That already tells you the, the depth of the opportunity, you know, and uh, we hope uh, our government wakes up to, to that reality. We also hope they don't look for this guy, so they tax him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is supposed to pay taxes. Uh, any. Yeah, he, he is. But yeah, sometimes it's very difficult to do that because uh, perhaps you don't even have an, a local account because it's difficult to, to have a local account to receive those monies. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, guys, we are out of time, so we better say our goodbyes. Farai? I'll be back in three, give or take three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rufaro? Uh, thank you guys for listening, and yeah, bye. <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, talking of texting the telecoms, remember you can buy airtime on WhatsApp, so any <laughs> network airtime on WhatsApp using EcoCash. Um, what's our number, Rufaro? That they can just WhatsApp anytime. <laughs> you don't know it. Zero seven one seven six eight four two seven four. Zero seven one seven six eight four two seven four. You just 